Welcome to the Lose Your Cravings podcast, taking a different approach to a seemingly endless problem with your host, Kisa Amaro, Certified Integrative Health Coach. Welcome back, my friends. I'm Kisa Amaro, and I help ambitious women transform their negative body image and obsession with weight into body confidence so they can show up fully in their life and their career. And hey, if you would like more support in reducing your cravings so that you can maintain a healthy weight for good, then I invite you to schedule a complimentary call with me. On this call, I will share with you the exact blueprint you need to reduce your cravings for good. There's no obligation on this call, but if you would like to continue working with me, I would be happy to show you what that would look like. I only open up a few of these calls each week, so if you would like support in reducing your cravings, then head on over to the show notes and follow my calendar link to book a call. Okay, my friends, on to our topic of the day, and that is allowing emotions 2.0. Now, I have another episode on allowing emotions. I believe... Uh, I should look this up. I believe it's either seven or eight. It's one of um, my older ones. So if you're looking back, um, look for like seven or eight. Um, so if you haven't listened to that one, I highly recommend you listen to that one as well, as it will give you more depth of knowledge um, on understanding and allowing emotions. So if this is a new concept to you, a new topic, you're just tuning into my podcast for the first time. I would highly recommend going back and listening to that um, just to give you that base knowledge. Um, and really, I was inspired by my clients to write another podcast on allowing emotions. Um, you know, this is probably one of the biggest, most difficult, most powerful, most ambiguous skill that my clients learn and work on you know, with me to really help them reduce their emotional eating and really feeling control around food. And since I always have so many questions regarding allowing emotions, I thought I would explain that or this skill here, right? Why not? So first of all, what is an emotion? An emotion is a vibration or sensation in the body. That's it. It's a vibration in the body. I also like to refer to it as a sensation. Sometimes people can pick up on that or, you know, can wrap their head around that a little bit easier than a vibration. So emotions are influenced by a network of interconnected structures in the brain that make up what is known as the limbic system. <laughs> Though new research is coming out that there is not one particular part of the brain that is responsible for emotions. Um. One part of an emotion is that the brain changes what's happening in the body. Uh, for example, when you're afraid or angry, you might feel your heart start to pound and your lungs might start um, breathing faster. Or when you're sad, you might, you know, start to get teary, like your eyes might just start, might start to tear up. Um, emotions can also cause some muscles in your body to move you know, for example, during, you know, happiness, like times of happiness, you might smile, right? You see something cute, you might smile or giggle, right? Um, your voice might sound more excited, right? Our tone of voice might change. Um, you might stand up a little bit taller if you're feeling confident. Um, and really, you might not even notice that you're doing things. You know, our emotions are created 
by thoughts in our head. And these thoughts can be connected to or about our past or present experiences or what we think the future may or may not hold, right? Now, why am I talking about emotions, right? If I work with women, you know, to help them see their body differently, to really um, conquer their cravings, why am I talking about emotions? So many, if not all of you listening to this podcast struggle with emotional eating, right? You eat food to cover up an unwanted emotion or to give you pleasure or comfort, right? When we don't understand our emotions, we're not able to heal our emotional eating. If it's, if it's just outside of us or we feel out of control, we're not able to take the right steps to heal that emotional eating. But when we understand what is going on in our body and our brain, when we eat emotionally, we can start to reduce our emotional eating, feel in control around food, and heal our relationship to food. When you understand what an emotion is, that it in fact will not hurt you, right? Then you can learn to process it in a way that doesn't include food, and that does serve you. So what do we usually do with emotions? So before we talk about kind of like what I suggest you should do, like what are what do we do with emotions? Like what are all the options? Because <laughs> there's many, right? When we have an emotion, we do one of these things. We react to it. We resist it. We avoid it. Um, we overeat or buffer, which is a, a type of avoidance. Um, or we allow it. Right. So now there is nothing wrong with any of these, um, you know, reacting, resisting, avoiding, buffering and allowing, except for when it is affecting your relationship to food, your relationship to others or your overall well-being. And chances are that if you are an emotional eater, you probably have some guilt and shame that are not good for your overall well-being. Maybe it's affecting your relationship with food, right? You overeat or buffer, and this causes you to feel uncomfortably stuffed. You have poor digestion, poor sleep, and weight gain or weight fluctuations. Okay, I will argue that most of the time, I want you to learn how to allow your emotions. Right. And yes, of course, there are times when we're going to react, we're going to resist, we're going to buffer. But most of the time, I want you to allow your emotions. I don't always want you to react to emotions. Right. Um, you know, for instance, when I'm frustrated with my daughter, I don't want to yell at her. Like that would be a reaction to my frustration. Um. You know, I don't, it, it, it won't serve me, right? It won't serve my daughter. And I feel awful after I yell and she gets upset, right? There's no win in that situation when I react to that frustration. When I'm frustrated, I don't want to avoid or resist it because when we re resist something, it persists, right? What we resist persists. And it can be stored in our body and show up as inflammation or other health issues. Or we end up overeating to the frustration at a later time. Right? 
When I'm frustrated, I don't want to overeat, right? Because I know that it doesn't serve me, that it is just a temporary fix and will not solve my problem. When I'm frustrated, I want to allow the emotion and let it go. When you allow an emotion, you process it in a healthy way and it moves through you and doesn't stay in you, right? You let it go. You let it go and you move on with your day or situation. You let it go and you don't react to the emotion. You are better able to speak or act in a way that serves you and is best for the situation. Getting frustrated with my daughter and yelling at her isn't the best way to handle that situation. I need to allow the emotion And from that place, I'm able to compose my words and actions that will best serve the situation. So now that you know what an emotion is and why the best thing to do with it is to allow it, then just how do you allow an emotion? This is such a big question that comes up for me with clients. So remember, the first thing I said about an emotion is that it's just a vibration in the body. You can think of it as a sensation as well. So when you try and resist an emotion or you eat to cover it up, you are just resisting the vibration or sensation. When you allow an emotion, you notice the vibration in your body. Now, I know that this is an abstract concept because not many of us were, when we were in school, we never had a class titled Emotional Intelligence, okay? We were never taught to recognize and allow our emotions. In fact, oftentimes we were taught to ignore them or that they didn't really matter, right? When you allow an emotion, you notice the vibration in your body. It is helpful to name the emotion, but not necessary. It will just help you recognize and allow this emotion in the future. You will get better um, at recognizing times of the day or situations or thoughts that bring up this specific emotion, right? But it's not necessary. Um, But if you can't put a name name to it at first, that's okay. So to allow an emotion, I want you to get out of your head and into your body. Your head is going to have a lot of thoughts like ice cream will make you feel better, right? Who here has that thought? I have it all the time. (laughs) But you need to get out of your head and notice what is going on in your body, right? A helpful tool is to take a few deep breaths, noticing your in-breath, and noticing your out-breath. This focuses your attention on your breath and it takes it off whatever is going on in your brain. Just notice your inhale and notice your exhale. Next, notice where this emotion comes up for you in your body. Where is that vibration? Where is that sensation in your body? And a body scan is helpful with this. Notice your feet and what you feel in your feet. Notice your legs and what you feel in your legs. Is it tingly, tight, heavy, light, hot, cold, burning, gooey, fluffy? 
What do you feel? Okay, notice your hips. What do you feel in your hips? Notice your lower back, your abdomen, your stomach, your chest, your upper back, your shoulders, your neck, your arms, your hands and fingers. Notice what's going on. What sensations do you feel? Okay, and you can take a lot more time doing this. Um, and you can always look or listen to a guided meditation of a body scan. Okay, that can help you. If you've never done this before, if it's a foreign concept, I highly recommend just looking up a body scan, a guided meditation of a body scan. Okay. So allow the sensation to flow through you and it will disappear. It will leave your body. Now, it may come around again, right? I'm, I'm not saying that you just allow it once and it's gone forever, right? You allow it in the moment and it will leave. If it comes back, you just allow it again. Allowing your emotions is not contracting, okay? When you feel tense and contracted and like tight, this is not allowing an emotion. You are tightening your body so that you don't feel the vibration. It's like um, avoiding. You're trying to avoid or resist. Like, uh, I don't want to feel this. I don't want to feel this. I don't want to feel this. Right? So you tense your body up so you can't feel that vibration. When allowing emotion, you are in a relaxed state versus a, a contracted state. Allowing emotions is not easy. You know, I will be completely transparent with you. And in fact, I have a lot of clients who say that this, you know, that it's not the food that is the difficult part. You know, when we work together, it's not changing the food necessarily or not eating the food, but it's dealing with the feeling and or the emotion that is more difficult. Allowing that emotion to be there is more difficult than the food part. So know that this is not easy, but with time and practice, it will become easier. You will see that allowing emotions will not kill you or harm you, and you will build confidence in allowing your emotions, and you will find that you feel better afterwards than if you were to eat food to cover up that emotion, that the, that, that small time of discomfort is completely worth it versus that instant gratification of eating the food and then feeling crappy afterwards. Now, when allowing emotion, you don't need to excuse yourself from the situation. You know, I can be talking with my daughter and feel frustration coming on and be next to her and allow my frustration to be there. She can be yelling at me. <laughs> Maybe not yelling. She doesn't really yell. But she could be crying over something or like protesting something, right? And I can feel that frustration come on and I can just stand there and be like, okay, here's the frustration coming up in my body. Let's do frustration. Okay. I don't need to go into the other room or remove myself from the situation. I can allow my emotions while I am with other people. No one knows that you're allowing your emotions, right? You can just stand there. You're not doing, you're not contorting your body. You're doing something really weird. Just stand there. That's the cool thing about it, right? Nobody knows. 
But with that being said, I do believe there is something helpful to practicing allowing your emotions. Allowing your emotions is a new skill that you are learning. And when learning a new skill, you need to practice before you become proficient at it. It's like learning how to play a musical instrument. You don't just play a symphony on your first day of piano lessons, right? You start by learning different notes, what fingers, you know, you use to play each key. You learn scales, you learn chords, you learn simple songs. And over time and with practice, you advance and learn more difficult songs, right? So allowing your emotions is the same way. It will take you time to learn how to allow your emotions proficiently or all the way through. And that's okay. That's the big thing here. I want you to understand that that's okay. It's not going to be perfect the first time and that's okay. So with this, I encourage you to practice allowing your feelings. If you feel stress throughout the day, I encourage you to set aside a time in the day where you can be in a quiet location. Think of your stress and allow it to be there. Allow it to move through your body. Do a body scan. Notice where it comes up for you in your body. Don't think, just feel. Be in the present moment. When you're able to allow your stress when you're in a controlled environment, it helps you allow it in the moment when the stress is just actually happening, right? It's like a basketball player, right? They practice on the court before they go to like the arena and like everybody's watching and they have a game with another another team, right? They have that time where they practice without an opposing team. They can work on drills. Um, they can work on offense, defense, whatever basketball players do. I really don't know. <laughs> I don't know why I use that analogy because I'm not a basketball fan at all. <laughs> um but you get what I'm saying, right? Um, so when you are able to allow your stress in that controlled environment, it helps you to practice it. And when that moment comes, when you're just going throughout your day and the stressful situation happens, you can allow your stress. So what is an emotion that you notice comes up for you a lot? Or that you know you are eating to avoid. Maybe you realize like, oh, I eat when I'm lonely. I eat when I'm stressed. I eat when I'm frustrated or when I'm sad, right? What is an emotion that comes up for you a lot? Practice allowing this emotion. Think thoughts that create this emotion and practice feeling it in your body. Do that body scan. Notice where that vibration is in your body. And don't worry about getting it right the first time. There's no need for perfection here, right? We're not here to be perfect. All I care about is that you tried, right? You took the time, put forth the effort, and maybe you learned something right? Oh, I can take a couple deep breaths and I can separate myself from the situation and the emotion. Even if you go to go on and eat, right? Or you go on and react to that emotion. But you realize if I just take a couple deep breaths, just focus on my breath, I can separate myself from the situation and I can focus on what's going on in my body. Okay? So all I care about is that you tried. 
right? That you took the time and were mindful and aware of what was going on for you. Okay, my friends, this is all I have for you today. If you like what you heard on this podcast, I invite you to head on over to iTunes and leave an honest review. If you haven't yet, what are you waiting for? Right? This helps us show up higher in search results and therefore we can reach and help more people. I greatly appreciate it. And join me for my next episode where we will talk about useful emotions. Okay, my friends, until next time. See you later. Bye.